Hi friends, this is Minor Issues and I'm Lily Halloran. This week my friend Sam joins me to talk about how coronavirus has affected our environment. How has climate change contributed to the virus's growth? And could the lockdown really have helped the environment? We also talk about how the animals have been affected, including the mysterious deaths of hundreds of elephants in Botswana. And finally, ways teenagers can get involved and ultimately practice a lifestyle that's good for our planet. Prejudice, the healthcare debate, debate. Pollution, mass incarceration, pollution, mass incarceration. Pollution. This is minor issues. My name is Sam Laporte. In the fall, I will be a junior. My interests are I really, really love animals and just learning about animals and studying them, uh, researching them. I aspire to be a large animal vet, particularly in the field. So wounded animals, uh, animals suffering from deforestation and poaching. Okay, so near the beginning of the pandemic, one of the first questions that came up was if coronavirus is going to be affected by climate change. There isn't direct evidence that the two are related issues, but researchers do know that climate change has caused favorable conditions for other infections like mosquito or waterborne illnesses. And there's supporting evidence it does the same for this coronavirus. Urbanization and deforestation has forced people and animals into crowded spaces with more contact and led to a lot of biodiversity loss, which allows the virus to run rampant. Not to mention, a study from Harvard showed that air pollution from the burning of fossil fuels and smoking are linked to higher death rate with coronavirus, and there was a study done on SARS, which is similar to COVID-19, that showed air pollution increased the risk of catching SARS and made you twice as likely to die. Obviously, as teenagers can't just flip a switch and get rid of air pollution or climate change, but what are some ways we can stay conscious about this? This virus is a product of so many other things. It's a product of global warming, malnutrition, lack of food, overpopulation. This virus is the result of all of those things. You said smoking, uh, it's weakening their lungs, and I think that's a really big thing that people need to watch out about, and that's just another reason that you shouldn't do that. Teenagers, I think, need to get more and more involved with the environment right? Being conscious about throwing your plastic bags away, being conscious about taking unnecessary trips in your car. I've been riding my bike everywhere. Just the little things, really, if everybody does little things, it'll make an amazing difference. We've seen that in America, African-American communities are disproportionately affected by the virus, as well as climate change, which is a huge environmental justice issue. What can we do about this? Now is really the time we need to be aware of this, and we need to realize that these communities aren't just being affected by poverty. Climate change is affecting these African-American communities tenfold of other places. And the virus is just running rampant through, through those communities, which I think is a really, really large issue that people need to start addressing. The jobs that are available to people offer little to no health care, and the health care that they do provide is, is futile. It's a time to tackle this issue as well as police brutality because it's, it's terrible. In early April, daily global carbon emissions were down 17% according to National Geographic, all because of the world being on lockdown. This was really good for the environment, right? I think yes and no. In I think either March or April, you could see through the Venice Canal, it was, it was crystal clear. And most of the time, that canal is so muddy that you cannot see to the bottom. You can't even see a foot through it. And there was fish, and I think there was dolphins swimming around in it, which is really amazing to see from my standpoint of animal loving. But it's one of those things where the farther it's going to go down, the higher it's going to jump right back up again. I did a little research about it, and China's emissions were down immensely, but 
within a month or two, once they resumed to normal or once people started going out again, it jumped right back up to where it was, which is not great. Do you think the pandemic could finally force the world to rethink the environment and move towards cleaner energy solutions? Honestly, I do. 17% is is a lot. It doesn't sound like a lot, but globally, 17% is huge. And hopefully people will be able to see that in the future and rethink everything that they've thought before. There are countries that are already taking steps towards that. Chile has banned the use of plastic bags because of the terrible impact that it's having on their fishing and their revenue. I know California has done the same. If we all stick to something, if we all decide we want to do something, then it can make a real difference. That's my optimistic standpoint. In April, no one was driving anywhere, and oil barrels were actually at negative prices, meaning the producers were paying people to take it off their hands. Do you think this maybe exposed the fragility of the oil market and compelled people to realize it's not a long-term solution? You see America basically starting wars for oil, and at the slightest inconvenience, they have too much. You're right, it really, really exposes them uh, in a way that they haven't been exposed. Hopefully it's compelling people to realize oil is not the, electric is the future. Obviously you can see that it's buckling under a month of people not driving. Thanks for staying with us. Just to note, any revenue I may get from ads in the next few months will go directly to charitable organizations dedicated to ending racial injustices. Now back to the programming. So I know that you are really interested in working with animals. You worked at the zoo for a while. We know that COVID-19 originally came from an animal, possibly a bat. And we also know that some pet cats and dogs, as well as tigers at the New York Zoo and some other animal species have been infected, but never on a large scale. This is pretty rare that viruses spread to different species and more studies need to be done on the matter. But I was wondering how you think this is affecting the animal community and the zoos. A lot of viruses, a lot of diseases are spread through animals. Wet markets are everywhere. They're super unsanitary. Those wet markets are a source of food for a lot of people. Maybe seeing this would prevent wet markets from opening again and and happening in the first place. A lot of the zoos depend on people coming in and attendance for their, their upkeep, right? To feed the animals, to take care of the animals, and also paying the staff to come in and take care of those animals because a large part of the animal maintenance is obviously the zookeepers and the people that work there. And if they can't work there, those animals don't get uh, the enrichment that they need. They don't get the attention that they need. The, the veterinary care might be lacking because they can't pay as many of the vets. They might have to let some of them go. In Botswana, over 280 elephants have been confirmed dead since the beginning of May, which is not only a tragic and enormous conservation issue, but also a mystery. The government has ruled out poaching because tusks were not removed, but they have been unable to rule out disease or poisoning. Some scientists suspect it may be coronavirus, which, if that were true, could be the first large outbreak in animals. What sort of impacts could that have? That could have terribly devastating impact, Lily, because those animals, those creatures, are already being hunted to near extinction by poachers, and now they have to worry about something else, right? And if this is the case that there's a virus attacking these elephants, that could wipe out those elephants for good, to be honest. And I know that sounds very, very pessimistic of me to say, but I think it's true. That's just one of the many, many, many animals that have been afflicted by climate change, deforestation, overpopulation. But now they have to deal with a virus, and I think it could be definitely a a very, very large threat. Finally, how can teenagers help out and get involved? 
a major step is just taking a step back really and just being aware the volunteer program that i'm in right now it's called zoo alive it's teenagers basically taking action spreading awareness volunteering at the zoo educating people and i really think that a lot of people need to be involved especially teenagers because you know we are the future right we are the people that are going to have to deal with this us our children our children's children teenagers really need to stop stigmatizing you know environmentalists environmental action they really need to, to be the change join zoo alive join those kinds of programs really educate yourself and once you've educated yourself once you manage to do that now it's your job to educate others that's why i i take my lunch to school so i save the plastic the plastic forks and the knives and the styrofoam plates all that is going into landfills right so i'm doing my little part in, in saving a little bit of plastic from going into another landfill and possibly ending up in the ocean. There's this thing called the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. It's in the Pacific Ocean, and it is twice the size of Texas, and it's a dead zone. It's all pollution, plastic, plastic bags, forks, knives, fishing gear, all of that stuff just floating in the middle of the sea. Even smack dab in the middle of the United States, we can have an impact on our oceans. I think just really be aware, be a better human, be better to the earth that you're living on. the virus's effect on the environment seems like sort of a mixed bag. Air emissions may have been down for a while and there was less city noise, but climate change has also created some of the problems that make the virus much worse, and led to an enormous environmental justice issue with African Americans being infected and dying at much higher rates. In addition, the virus has exposed problems with our food practices and oil markets and threatened animals in zoos and in the wild all around the world. So while we can hear the birds singing much better now, there's still a lot of work to do, and us teens can definitely get involved and help make the world a better place by educating ourselves and being aware of the environment. Thanks for tuning in to Minor Issues. This episode was edited and hosted by me, Lily Halloran, and produced by Eunice Bekarov. Thanks to Sam for this week's interview, and of course, thanks to all of my friends and family. It's official, we have our first Patreon supporter, Tyler Frank. Thank you so much. If you're interested in contributing to Minor Issues and helping improve audio and podcast quality, visit patreon.com slash minorissues to become a patron. Being a patron has many benefits, including access to bonus episodes, behind-the-scenes content, as well as Minor Issues merch like stickers, mugs, t-shirts, and hoodies. To learn more about Minor Issues, go follow us on Instagram at minorissuespodcast or visit our website, minorissues.carrd.co. Next episode, I interview a friend from school about being biracial and other border identities. This week's fun fact about me, if you couldn't already tell, I want to be a radio journalist. Stay safe and have a great week.